was once an iconic staple of the New Zealand sporting calendar. The sentence, you're going to the sevens this year, used like a saying as, a, as old as time. But things changed, and the Wellington Sevens finished up more recently, the New Zealand leg of the tour being held in Hamilton. And this coming January events will be the last of its kind. The World Series format is changing with just, yes, you guessed it, seven events going to be held in the season. And World Rugby seemingly looking towards the higher profile locations to launch the new era of the sport. It's not the only the curtain falling also. Staple of the All Black Seven Side Tournament and Tournament Out. Kurt Baker is calling time on his career after an incredible innings and putting his body through the ringer year after year. The, oh, I can, can feel that. I put my body through one year, and whew, that was hard work. Gordon Titchens is as synonymous with the sport as anyone in Aotearoa, and he joins the show this morning to chat all things about the sport he loves. G'day, Titch. How you doing? Yeah, good, is he? Good, mate. Good, thank you. Oh, mate, appreciate you tuning in. I was very surprised that you're... You were you were answering on the messenger, mate. You're a bit you're a bit up with the times. How you doing, hey? <laughs> no, my daughter, my daughter told me all about it. As the um, it's funny because I never realised I got a message. I just had to be flicking through my phone. I was like, sure, I got a, a message on messenger. So um, I can lose my dad. That's one of the training programs. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I need one, Titch. I need one. It's been a, I'm a long way from the days of running around at 88 kgs for Gordon Titchens. One of the one of the best and hardest years, mate. So don't tell any stories. I'm I'm sure Kempy. I'm joined by Tony Kemp. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to try want. and get a few. Tell all you want. Titch. A few stories out of you. A few stories out of you. <laughs> so just keep those hidden, will you? But what are you up to these days, Titch? Yeah, I'm a. Um... I'm a brand ambassador for a um, Legend Sportswear, which is a, uh, a pretty good, iconic brand of, um, of sportswear, mate. We nice. um, we did a, a great cricket game with Ross Taylor just last couple of weeks ago in, um, in Palmy North, and um, we supplied all the apparel for nice. that particular game because we're pr- supplying a lot of apparel to Palmerston North Boys Eye. So, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. We um, we also provided apparel to Fiji Barchett, the Rugby League World Cup, and... Um, I'm also doing the Newcastle Jets over in over in Australia and Newcastle. So uh, yeah, it's keeping me busy, nice. mate, and really enjoying it. Still, still lining those bags with all that free gear. I eh, touch, I love it, absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, touch. Yeah, what, what about the uh, the news about the sevens being taken out of New Zealand? Um, it must be a pretty sad day when you when you hear that after it being an iconic event that you were involved with with for so many years. Yeah, mate. I um I. Just like a lot of other people, I only just found out yesterday, and um, yeah, I was pretty shocked to be fair. And I mean, we've always been up in the certainly up in the top four in the world in, in sevens rugby. We um, had a great, great you know time, and certainly in Wellington, it was probably the hardest tournament to win initially for those first couple of years. And uh, once we got on top of it, we got all that support, and Wellington just grew and grew, and uh, it was amazing, you know. And um, and that probably years I'll never forget. And and then I went to Hamilton and. And, and it just never had the same buzz as Wellington, and it's not being disrespectful to Hamilton, but um, it just never had it. I probably thought I was playing in Fiji when I was in Hamilton because there were just so many Fijians there. It was uh, <laughs> quite incredible. But uh, but um, but honestly, yeah, pretty sad because, um, 
you know, we've got our Black Ferns girls and 15s, they did particularly well. And, and they've also got a, a great sevens team as well. And um, it just lifts you so much when you're playing in your own country. You, know, you get all that support. But more importantly for the players too, it's, uh, the parents or the partners of all those players never really get an opportunity to to go overseas perhaps to, to see them play for the for the All Black Sevens team. And, um, and now that's going to be taken away from them. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it is sad. And I was lucky enough to play uh, one of those uh, series in Wellington when Vic DeVito, you chose a, a young Izzy Dag and Vic DeVito to run around there in Wellington. And it was one of the most enjoyable experiences ever. At its peak in Wellington, was that experience like, to, what was it like to be a part of, Titch? I know you, you had plenty of them. Oh, mate, it was, uh, yeah, I even remember the first year when we had Jonas and the Christians and all that, and they came mm. back at us and a 15s, and I remember people probably couldn't believe that I was blicking them off the bench, some of those players at that time, but, <laughs> but sevens was a, you know, it's a game built around conditioning, and it's a, to be good at it, you've got to be playing it continually, and it's quite hard for a, a 15s player to make that transition at the time, but, mate, it, it drew the crowds, and, um, you know, in those first couple of years, yeah, we were beaten by Fiji, I think, in the final, and that, and it took us three years to, to actually win our own tournament, but, but just the atmosphere and the build-up right throughout the week and um, just everything about the Sevens in Wellington just took off. I mean, you couldn't get tickets. You couldn't get tickets anywhere. I had, mm. I think I was organising about 200 tickets for family, <laughs> friends, you name it. It took all my time just to, just to organise tickets. And, and lucky enough, you, you know, you're, in the, you're probably in the right place uh, to, to get those tickets and have access to them. But people were emailing me, mate, six months before the tournament, can, I, can you put me down for tickets? So I had a book, mate, with people's <laughs> tickets that I'd be allocated to different people right throughout. And even people from overseas, to be honest. There used to be a lot of mates coming from overseas just to, to go to that sevens tourney. Yeah, that's... Oh, oh. Uh, the ticket nightmare, isn't it? Ticket titch. Ticket titch. Ticket titch. I used to hate it, to be honest. I used to hate it because you, you're there to focus on a coaching job and, and all of a sudden in the back of your mind you're getting these phone calls and our tickets arrived. Uh, where are they? You know, And then you're organising <laughs> to keep them at the, in the concierge at whatever hotel. And, oh, mate, it was a, a nightmare. But, um, but we got through it. But, again... Those were the people that it meant most to, and um, and they wanted to support you. So yeah, you did it. Good, good on you, Titch. I should have, I should have kept your uh, phone number and <laughs> grabbed a couple myself. Hey, where, where, whereabouts um, does it fit now, Titch? The rugby sevens and the ecosystem of rugby. You know, the women come through there. You have a look at what they did at the at the World Cup with the Ruby Tours, the the Sarah Hiddenies. Um Where does it sit across the the game? Do you think these days? Oh, you know, like, I mean, what we've just done with the Black Ferns and the 15s is, is magnificent. And I don't, don't, you know, don't get me wrong here. I think certainly right across uh, New Zealand now, you've got a, a lot more youngsters out there, particularly in the females that are wanting to, to be involved in the game of rugby. I, I personally think um, their skill sets over the years have improved uh, oh, 200%. Mm. I think uh, what mm. Smitty did was fantastic. But I still think... Sevens is a, a big part for those players to to perhaps get out on that, that world stage and then take those skills into the 15s game if we're going to still remain mm. serious in the in the sevens game. I think sevens is a pathway. I think it's a great pathway for the for the youngsters. Yeah. I mean, I was at a couple of tournaments, you know, just recently, and uh, you know, you can see the young girls that are going out and uh, 
and they've got some wonderful skills, you know, and um, and I mean, they're not big enough yet. They're going to continue to grow, no doubt, and uh, and of course, um, mm. their pathway might be to make the Black Ferns to go to a World Cup and be successful. So I still think Sevens still has to play a massive part, and this also applies to the guys. I know I was quite selfish when I was as a player, but I think uh, the skill sets required in 15s now, I think a lot of those skill sets can be developed and also learnt in the game of sevens, perhaps uh, when you're wanting players to actually find the space and there's not a lot of space in 15s now. What about the program, Titch? I know you cast your eye over the program. I had a year under you, mate. They've gone away from the 80s, 60s, 40s, the phosphates, the beeps. <laughs> They've totally changed yeah. it all. Do you feel like yeah, they mate. need to bring that old school mentality oh. back, Titch? Get in there. Mate, I remember, mate, I remember I always said one of those, we don't kick the ball, you know, we just don't yeah. kick it. But now, I mean, there's, there's, <laughs> I mean it's technically it's a, it's a big part of Sevens tactics now. If you get a penalty, we used to, if we're on our own goal line, Tomasi Tama, whoever, We'd tap it and we'd go. We'd find space and we'd score tries the length of the field, you know. But now, it's like they kick for the line-out and they go to the line-out. And that's a 50-50 call that you win the line-out, you know. And I just, um, perhaps they're not fit enough to have that continuity that you need, perhaps, in sevens. I don't know, but um, I do know that... There you go, um, Titch. That old school, that old school Mate, I know I was pretty ruthless around the training side, but, mate, I... I still believe that played a massive part in our success because oh, it yeah. also, I felt it, it united the guys. I felt it, um, mm. you know, I mean, they were connected through a lot of hard work. And, you know, I mean, 100%. in the showers afterwards, they might be joking about it. <laughs> Initially, before that, they probably weren't. But, um, but when you, you know, when no, we you weren't. the country and no, you, we yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so, <laughs> so when you left the country and you went overseas and, um, you know, you'd done the hard yards back in New Zealand and uh, you're ready to play. And uh, and for me, that was my mindset, was um, having the, the fittest team on tour and that we got it by good nutrition, eh, Izzy? And, um, <laughs> and then when you got that, <laughs> and when you got both those two right, I believe that... Um, it certainly played a lot in our, our success that we had over those years. Build resilience, eh, Titch? Oh. You know, like you give them the hard work yeah. and their longest day training. You just think, oh, man, what am yeah. I doing this for? But when the when they're down there in the sixth minute and you're up against it, you know that's why you did all that hard training. But So we're talking about yeah. training. Give us a story, Titch. I know you're going to talk about some <laughs> nutrition issues that Izzy used to have, but give us one of those Izzy <laughs> dag stories, mate, where you've had to pull them into the room and have a quick chat to them. <laughs> Dave. Hey? No, oh no, it was just a. <laughs> no, it was pretty good, really. I only had to go to um, go and find him in Hawks Bay once. <laughs> had, had, had a bit of a yak dog. <laughs> was, was that at Turks Bar? No, well, the program the program wasn't centralised then, so um, I had to try and ring him. If you know, answer the phone, then I had to jump in a van and um, go and find him. So. Um, <laughs> Oh, sorry about that, Titch. I was, yeah, a young, young, cocky little kid, mate. I'll tr- tell the story. I don't know if you remember the story. Do you remember being at Hopi Beach and uh, we were having lunch and I ate one of your sandwiches and you ripped me to shreds and then the boys were gutted because you took us to the park next morning and you thrashed us for hours and they were all blaming me for eating your sandwich. Yeah, I remember that just vaguely, uh, yeah. But no, there was a 
I know the players used to hate it when Federer lost because um, it was obviously, for me, he was the superstar and um, and I used to so much into my tennis that um, every time Federer got beaten, I thought, well, the guys used to just look at themselves and go, well, well here we go, 80-60-40, here we go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they used to joke about it. They used to joke. When they, when they had lost, they thought it was a great joke, you know, so... Um, I had to turn that around and get them to start supporting Federer more so than not. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun, though, mate. Oh. A lot of fun and a lot of memories. A lot of memories, Titch. Look, that was the only time I had abs in my career, and that was because we used to run all day, every day. So thank you so much for the conditioning you put me through. And you're the reason I went for 15s, because I couldn't do another year of that, because I was wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, Mate, we, yeah, yeah. Just, just one last question before we let you go. Just, just talk about the international game at the moment, mate. The, the standard to your eye is the sport progressing, and like, are you loving where the sevens games at? Mate, there's been a there's been a big turnaround just just recently with a lot of players. So, if, um, I don't mm. believe that the teams at at this come over time are as strong as what they have been over the last few years. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of players now have retired. There's a, still a few of the players that I coach still playing for the All Black Sevens team. And uh, it's actually like in South Africa, they've had a complete turnaround with new players now. And they, they went on to win a tournament just obviously in the weekend. And, and of course, you look at Australia. They turned around a whole totally new team and went on to win a World Series. And and that's where it's at mm. now. I think, um, yeah. you know, I, I think it's a real young guys game. And I think that's what we need these young players to be using it as a real pathway. And we've got some good young players. And those young players that are currently in the New Zealand team, I feel, are actually starting to do the business, you know. And uh, they're the threats on the, on the rugby field. And even Rushy's young boy, you know, Brady, mm. a very, very potentially yeah. a very, very good player. Runs like his old man as well, you know. And, um, you know, it's... Um, but he's not getting a lot of game time at the moment. That'll come. But uh, yep. that, to me, is the, is the future at the moment. I don't feel as strong as what it has been in the past. And mm. um, it's quite predictable. There's lots of analysis done. Um, so you've got to have those players or those special X factors uh, to get out and perform um, perhaps um, to the best of their whatever ability they have. If they've got the step or the acceleration or the pace, then you've got to find ways to use that. You know, so... Uh, Pat and um, rap. Yeah. Pat and rap. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, I'll go and go, whatever, hey, yeah, yeah, mate, so. <laughs> oh, mate, awesome, good memories are coming back, Touch. Just quickly, before we let you go, Kurt Baker's retired, I know you were a big part of him yeah. taking over the seven, mate, what kind of um, impact did he have on the game? <laughs> mate, I looked at him the other day, I don't know whether you saw it, but um, he, he let Perry, he showed Perry Baker the outside, and KB, sure enough, had the angle on him, and a beautiful tackle, and put him into touch. But just before he gets up, he has to push his hand in his face, you know, like... (laughs) (laughs) Whether that's to to push himself to get up off the ground or not, I don't know. But um, but there's always that little bit of a niggle with KB that you have. It's that that on-field, you know, arrogance. The players, I mean... The players hate him, eh? Not 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 so much your own players, but uh, the opposition. They never needed a game plan because if they saw KB, that was the game plan, you know. And because um, you upset him, and uh, and but to be fair, mate, he had a big engine, eh? He worked particularly hard mm. for me, and uh, and played particularly well. I still remember him scoring the winning try when we won the gold medal in Delhi in in two thousand and ten. 
you know, some really good memories. And KB, to be honest, you know, he was um, uh, he was probably the, one of the fittest, if not the fittest, guys in one of my squads in one of the years. You know, he, he worked particularly hard and uh, and he deserved all those tournaments and all those games that he's played for the All Black Sevens. And, uh, but on the field, sometimes the older he got, he became probably <laughs> more of a liability in the sense that you um, <laughs> just didn't know what he was going to say. I mean, uh, should he, he gave the referee, I always remember in Adelaide once, he gave the referee what over because Samar scored in the corner. KB thought he was out. They, the referee awarded the try because there was no videos then. So, um, so he watered the try, so then KB gave him a spray. And then, because then KB found himself in the in the bin, we went into extra time because we're trying to play them with six men because we lost an extra time. And that's why I've got no hair, is he? <laughs> that's why I lost it all, you know? So. <laughs> but, um, oh, but, but at the I same time, at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, mate, he could, uh, he could do some wonders and turn up as that last man in support. He's... He worked particularly hard while he was on the field. And, uh, you know, he wants to win. And he has that, yeah. that real attitude that you go and win at all costs. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it, uh, it can work against you. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Loving those stories and memories. Uh, Titch, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and just telling us, Leanne, mate, that is one of the great podcasts I'm sure many will want to listen to, Titch. Thank you so much. And uh, hopefully yeah. we can catch up soon, mate. Pleasure, guys. Hey, and uh, good sports program. Uh, good to listen to. Cheers, boys. Awesome. Cheers, Touch. There he is. Awesome. Gordon Titchens. <laughs> One of the great yarns. What a legend. He actually, when I had him up yesterday, I know we could shoot off. When I had him up yesterday, he's like, yeah, mate, loving your job that you guys are doing. I'd love to be on. I was like, oh, mate, so Gordon <laughs> Titchens is listening. Yeah, wow. Bring in the lulls. Mate, that's Bring a, in the laugh. That's going to go down as one of the best. That was just a good old. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Was, Hall was, of Fame, That was a pub chat.